Good morning and welcome to Duality. I'm your host, Ash. And today, I got it together super last minute, but we're here. So, welcome. (laughs) So, today's topic, as per Drake's uh, song, should... On pop filter, huh? pop filter. Yeah, I'm, okay. So anyway, uh, <laughs> as per Drake's song that's been stuck in my head, "Did I Lose You" was coming into mind because every once in a while I'll kind of go rogue off this podcast where it's like I'll be there and then I won't be there for two weeks, and sometimes I address it and other times I don't. And, you know, I was just thinking about how sometimes we need to take a step back from things to come back to things, kind of like what we talked about in Disconnect to Reconnect. But also, like, sometimes you have to almost lose things in order to appreciate them. And sometimes that could be a not-so-great thing, and other times that could be a really good thing. You know, something that also inspired this podcast is I kind of got gut-checked by a good friend of mine asking me if, uh, you know, I still wanted to do this, if I still wanted to do this podcast and um, come in and continue to do that. And I wasn't even considering that thought. Um, But once that thought was being considered, I was like, I remembered my why and, like, what I wanted to do it for. And the reason why I do this podcast, which I've explained many times before on the podcast so I won't go super in depth but essentially it's just to provide that safe space not only for myself but for everybody listening for any guest that comes on here anybody who may bump into a clip on of it on the internet or whatever the case is you know that it could be a mirror and an echo and a safe space for people to feel seen and heard you know uh, in a good way where it's not it not really uh, enabling, well, not really, just not enabling, but all, and but supportive in a really genuine and authentic way, not glamorized, not you know uh, romanticized, but just just some real good content that it can be taken in wholesomely, and uh, yeah, that's what I want this space to be in for it to grow into more so and to have more people on here and. Uh, I'm working on putting up a link on the link tree for anybody who's interested in becoming, um, stepping on here and being a co-host for an episode. You know, I'm going to put that link in there. So if you feel inspired, you know, for the reasons why, whatever the case is, you can kind of put your info info in there and uh, we could figure out what topic it is and we can get on into it. So, yeah, I just wanted to start, start off by saying that I also just want to take a moment and ground if y'all are feeling that you're more than welcome to do it with me and just take a moment to play the bowl that I have with me
and whatever you're at and whatever you're doing, if space allows you to be able to close your eyes, if not, then just being present, present within the moment, within your breath, and just take an opportunity to give yourself your undivided attention. This Wednesday morning, the first Wednesday in August. We are now in August. And taking that time to get familiarized with your surroundings and the sounds in your surroundings and how you're feeling in your physical body. Taking a deep breath in. And closing your eyes if you haven't already or if you can. Taking a deep breath out. And starting to scan your body from the top of your head. Just bringing awareness into the crown of your head. Into your hair. Your ears, your eyes, your eyebrows. Your nose, your mouth, your jaw, your throat your shoulders, arms, wrists, and hands and fingers, your chest, your heart, your solar plexus, your belly, your sacral, going down into your hips and into your root, into your waist, into your thighs, knees, legs and ankles, and feet. And finally, when you're at your feet, sprouting roots from the bottom and grounding yourself into whatever terrain, whether it's through the cement, through the grass, through the wooden floor, through the bottom of your car, wherever you're at, just making those roots penetrate through wherever the boundaries are and Returning back into the earth, taking a deep breath here, in and out. Allowing yourself to receive the vibrations of this root chakra bowl in a good way like that to help us feel at home in our body.
gently coming back to your surroundings, hearing whatever sounds are around you, remembering what the room looks like before you open up your eyes or wherever location you are at, wiggling your fingers, saying your full name in your head three times, pulling yourself into the space. Tapping your feet on the floor and whenever you feel ready, opening your eyes and returning. Thank y'all for meditating with me. I definitely needed that. I've been getting back into my uh, routine, my more disciplined and structured routine of making sure I take the space to meditate in the morning, not only just in my day, but in the morning specifically. I feel that it really helps throughout, like just kind of organize and plant my feet on, on the floor before I start walking, right? It's kind of important to do, or else you're just hovering. <laughs> but to get back into it, into the topic of... Uh, did I lose you? You know, when I say that, I'm not just saying it to you guys. I'm saying it to myself. You know, a lot of stuff has been going on the past two weeks, and it's it's been pretty good and, like, okay. It's not that things have been bad, <laughs> but sometimes when things are kind of good or okay, it could be a little harder for me to process at times. And, uh, yeah, you know, I have to check in with myself. Like, did I lose you? Where are you at? What's important? You know, what do you want to focus your energy on? What how, are you feeling fulfilled with with what you're doing? Where can you do more? Where do you need to do less? How much how can I support you as myself? Right. How can I support you? Ask myself that question. And then it's also the same question that I want to ask y'all. Like, how can I support you as having a as a human being having a platform? And a podcast, how would y'all like to be supported? What would you guys like to see, <coughs> excuse me, happen on this podcast? And um, how can I facilitate that and uh, co-create that with you? You know, um, looking to just put out more community work on the internet. Again, I'm just feeling that pull and that call to uh, to not only do the, the meetings that happen once a month in person out here but you know to also do something else you know on that on that community that's developing in the cyber world and the rest of the the, the world wide web and the whole world and I don't know you know I don't know how else to explain it but <laughs> just not physically in walking distance right so look into uh to create whatever whatever looks good and whatever feels good for that. And uh, something else I've been thinking about is, like, sometimes when, sometimes we're meant to lose parts of ourselves. Some parts of ourselves are outdated, and we are meant to lose them. But it doesn't stop the fact that we grieve or that we're grieving parts of ourselves or other people, you know, or other things in our realities, like, if we're so used to having certain people 
in our day to day and then they're no longer maybe they're no longer there because of a good reason you know maybe they're no longer there because of a not so good reason but there's still that adaptation period and I feel like from what I gathered with a lot of people that I've spoken to and a big influence on this podcast being this topic is because every time I'm talking to someone, it's kind of a different variation, a different flavor, a different conversation on the same thing. And that's generally like transition and shifts and things that are happening that just aren't really comfortable. You know, sometimes we go through these shifts like, mentally that aren't comfortable emotionally spiritually physically you know where we have these periods where we're just feeling like not comfortable where we're at you know like whether that's financially too you know that could be a lot of different places and spaces and we all feel it at different levels and different times of our lives so I'm grateful that Root is here with me as as the co-host because I didn't even realize that that was going to be the case today. But um, most importantly, I feel what to do, what I do, what I do my best to do is just really finding different things that nurture me and ground me without coddling me and taking me out of what I'm trying to ultimately accomplish right so it's like even something that I've been struggling with on a, on a personal tip has been like my fluctuation with weight and like emotional eating and things like that and it's like you know I allow myself okay like yeah you could have say you know uh this whatever it is that I want that I feel like I want to eat like I'll have like a piece of something or something maybe not as much or whatever the case is but if I allow myself to just have that whole thing, like, I'll feel good for, like, 2.5 seconds, and then I'll feel lethargic, and I won't feel so good. So I feel like that, I'm doing my best to also, once I became aware of that habitual behavior and chose to actively do something about it, that's, you know, that's a, that's the thing. We can be aware of different things, but not actively choose to want to do anything about it, Right. And once we make that decision and that choice, it opens up like a whole thing for us. It opens up a whole world where it's like we can really sit there and have the ability to become aware of so many things other than that one thought, you know, other than that one particular habit where we can all of a sudden you're like, hmm, I don't just do that with eating. I also do that with people and I also do that with places and also do that with in just indulgences in general and you know something like everybody's different um everybody has different reasons for why they do what they do you know something that I've been really diving into and if um anybody identifies with um having ADHD or like you know feels like they might have symptoms of it or whatever the case is and not saying that that's a root cause it's definitely a um uh an effect caused by whatever root traumas in my personal opinion I don't believe that a diagnosis is an end-all be-all but it's definitely a pathway and it's a middle ground so I've been looking into um a lot of ADHD material and things to help manage that because it's like 
you know, that's it's very real to me in my day to day. And something that I I was reading on was um was shout out to uh shout out to Dev for putting me onto this book. It's called ADHD, the Hunter in the Farmer's World, if I'm not mistaken. And it's an incredible book. I'm listening to audio and the the chapter that I want to like kind of shine a light on is it talks about cravings and it talks about how our brain, you know, it gets it gets wired into certain things like whether it's addictions to our phone, to food, to to people, to validation, to whatever it is that comes from usually outside of us, but sometimes also inside of us. Anything that you notice that you're not doing in moderation is something to maybe take some time to like look at and wonder why it's happening in an excessive, not be judgmental, but coming at it in a curious way. Like, hmm, I wonder why I like to do that so much. I wonder where that comes from. Why, why is that something that I'm feeling, you know, I want to take up so much space in my life, you know? And once again, coming from that, that more playful way of like, hmm, I wonder why I do that, rather than that critical way of like, why the fuck do I do that? Because it's so easy to get that to that place, you know? It's so easy to get to that place. And, you know, when we notice ourselves going into that space, it's really important to just, once again, feel your ten toes down and, like, get into your body because it's, like, once we're there, we're not even in our bodies anymore. We're in our brains, so we don't even know what the fuck is going on because we're just thinking we know what's going on instead of just experience what's actually going on. And uh, I really get that. I really, really get that. That's something that I've been really sitting with and taking the time to um, observe within myself. And then also the more I observe that, the more I have, I feel that uh, the universe creator, myself, like has gained access to witnessing that in other people and have been put in opportunities where either I can pass on the uh, knowledge that I acquired by by being present with myself, by literally being present with myself, and um, and either another person inquires on that or, you know, another person is doing that and I inquire on that. So it's really cool because it's like I feel once we open up certain things in our mind, we then start seeing it play out in our physical reality in a very – Usually it's subtle. Sometimes it's very loud. It really depends on on the lesson, the person, the space, you know, maybe the astrological season. But uh, yeah, you know, it's it's if you're paying attention, it's there. You know, if you don't feel like anything is there, maybe maybe it's time to like pay attention. And I and I mean that in a really loving way. Like maybe it's time to give yourself more attention that you deserve you deserve it you know you deserve to give yourself attention you deserve to prioritize yourself in literally doing nothing I was just talking to my partner the other day about it like I really love (laughs) I always go through this phase when it comes to meditation like I'll I'll lack on meditation I won't be doing it for a little bit and then I'll when I start to do it again I'm like like on a daily basis I'm like why did I ever stop doing meditation like I love the fact that I can 
schedule some time to do nothing but pay attention to my breath because that's doing a lot. It is doing a lot more than we realize. But like the scheduled time, because the thing is, it's like if I don't have scheduled time to relax, I feel I usually I have felt very guilty for like not doing everything we're in a society and uh, this pressure to always be doing something and if y'all are anything like myself like even if I'm just chilling on the couch I'm like why am I chilling on the couch when I could be doing my laundry or I could be sorting through the things that are in the basement that I haven't sorted through in five years like so racking up on all these different things like I could be getting this but it could be doing that and it's like in that in that thought loop it tends to put me in a shame spiral which brings me to uh, executive dysfunction where I feel paralyzed by the overwhelm of the feelings of it all that I don't end up doing anything but stressing myself out. So the time that I could have taken just chilling and taking a few breaths and just kind of getting present within myself, I took just like hyper-stressing over every possible scenario of what I can be doing while not doing it, you know, and that shit's crazy. You know, when you think about it, like how much of our stress that we can give, give ourselves permission to not experience every day, you know, and that's up to us. Like, and when we cross that bridge, too, because that's not always readily accessible for everybody, like everybody is experiencing a different reality. Some people are literally living a day-to-day -day that are, they are constantly being triggered or in post-traumatic stress at, at post-traumatic stress and, and and other things too you know and and we all have different experiences so some people literally don't have access to that so I'm becoming just really grateful that I can give myself a moment like whether it's a minute to just breathe whether that's three minutes whether that's 10 minutes, half hour, whatever it is. Because there's times of my life that I couldn't. You know, there's times of my life that I couldn't meditate or sit with myself or just sit in silence because I was in such a triggered place that when I was there, it was actually being counterproductive for me because I was just giving more space. I couldn't, I couldn't manage everything at once at that time. You know, I couldn't allow myself to surrender to just simply going to the breath for that long, you know, um, which was okay because, you know, it's like a, it's a development. It's like a muscle. It's like anything else, you know. If you feel like, oh, I can't meditate, like maybe just do one minute of breathing, you know. Maybe don't call it meditating. Maybe it's, it's you know, I love to say it's my business meeting with myself because I get to sit with all the different versions, thoughts, and feelings about myself with myself and then we're kind of like all right like let's take a breath let's get in our body let's scan our body okay do, do, do. and then it's like here's my mind thinking about a song or a slice of pizza or a situation in the third grade or you know what I mean like just any situation like that and then you know when you when you gain that that space like if it feels right for you you know sometimes it's like like I know for me in the past I've been like I just can't do this like it, it it I would feel more anxious you know and like maybe I would feel like okay but like I would feel anxious about the whole process so just meet yourself where you're at you know um but even if you lose yourself like 
you know, if it's anything, if it's any space or place to lose yourself, it's within yourself, you know, because you're not really losing yourself. You're kind of just getting gaining access to go look for you deeper. You know, it's like a part of you ran into the woods and now you got to go to a part of the woods that you never explored before just because that part of you wanted to like ended up there, you know, so it could be a really cool thing. And then there are certain experiences I truly believe are just catalysts, you know, um, even people, relations and whether platonic or, or romantic or business, you know, even familial, like there's there's different situations, I believe, that get set up in our life to be catalysts to kind of go back on the last podcast that I was talking about. It's like, what what do we need versus what do we want? You know, and uh, sometimes we don't always know what we need or want. And like even that question could just be super anxious. Like, I don't even know what I need. I don't know what I want. But in those times and spaces where we don't know, we just getting real simple, I think, is the best thing. Like, okay, let me just grab water. Let me just take a shower. Let me just take a deep breath. Let me just close my eyes. Let me just go outside. Let me take a walk. Like, once we start giving space for the simplistic things, I feel like, it, it it seems like I know for in, in my life, every time I go back to the simplicity, everything starts getting more clear because it's once things start to be like and there's so many different things that I'm looking around, so I'm getting confused. That's when my head starts going and spinning because it's trying to follow everything, you know, and I, and I don't know if that's necessarily fair for myself. So that's where I'm working on. But. Yeah, I really want to drink this tea, but it's very hot right now. But shout out to Ari Rang for my little coconut cup. And for Bree and Frank for honoring the tradition. And we went out for hibachi for my birthday. But, yeah. The tea quote of the day is, All problems are an illusion of the mind. You know, I mean... uh, I kind of agree with that. I kind of don't, too, you know? (laughs) I have brought this book today before I was leaving. I haven't taken this book. I haven't even opened this book in... I think I opened it maybe once a few weeks ago, but before that, I can't tell you the last time. And I'm going to take a moment to open up. It's a poetry book that I had gotten from Portland at this really, really dope, huge library and um it was all i think it's like the one of the biggest ones in the world and it's like all used and new but that was really cool so yeah i'm going to just open up this book to whatever page and whatever message is meant for whoever is listening to hear at this time whatever medicine is needed yeah all about you once you realize that well i'm sorry let me let me restart that okay page 164 
all about you. Once you realize that half of your problems are caused by the way you think about things that come your way. That's fucking wild. Okay, sorry. And the other half is caused by the way you deal with others struggling to think of theirs. You will become at peace with yourself. You will be able to realize when you have the right to be angry and when you overreacted. You will realize that you have the right to take a stand and when you need to apologize. You will realize when you are selfish and when you are naive. You will be more aware of your purpose behind anything. And you will be able to tell yourself, stop when you need to. Life is not about your comfort. It's about mutual well-being while ensuring that you are as comfortable as you can be while being considerate for others' comfort. You will stay humble, although others' actions will make you feel superior. You will be a leader, you will be a leader not by the number of people who follow you, but by the number of people who lives you impact. That's incredible. Hmm. I'm going to read it one more time. All about you. Once you realize that half of your problems are caused by the way you think about things that come your way, and the other half is caused by the way you deal with others struggling to think of theirs, you will become at peace with yourself. You will be able to realize when you have the right to take a stand and when you need to apologize. You will realize when you were selfish and when you were naive. You will be more aware of your purpose behind anything and you will be able to tell yourself stop when you need to. Life is not all about comfort. It is about mutual well-being while ensuring that you're as comfortable as you can be while being considerate about others' comfort. You will stay humble, although not. You will stay humble, although others' actions will make you feel superior. You will be a leader, not by numbers of people who follow you, but by the number of people whose lives you impact. You can't make this stuff up, man. That's that's crazy. That's crazy too. Like just boom, boom. Okay, I see you, spirit. I'm here for it. But yeah, you know, that's kind of that's kind of what I got for y'all today. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking about pulling cards, and oh no, the video froze over here. Is it clear now? Let me know. I'm gonna just pull one. <sighs> one of the chakra cards. Although I'm sure it's just going to reiterate the, the theme and the message. I really like this deck. It was gifted to me a few years ago. And um, I like the fact that it has like little stories in it. Like little legends. And I think that's really sweet. It's also like keywords. Question prompts and meditation. And it all fits on one page, and I just appreciate that because it's not too much information. Some of these books be like four pages of like so much content. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, pray in a good way, great spirit. Allow me to be the vehicle for whatever divine messages need to come through for whoever is listening to at, at this time and space. Whoever is open to receiving the message. Now with the information and the topic that we talked about, with whatever resonated, allow to 
you know, fulfill and be supported and whatever does not resonate, allow it to fall away and not permeate any belief systems or anything that you may have already. And I'm pulling this card. What is, what is the chakra? What is the energy that all of us need to pay attention to? Be mindful of, maybe clean up a little bit or really empower and just focus on this time of our life that would benefit not only ourselves but everyone around us in a good way. Forgiveness. I believe this is third eye chakra. I think crown chakra is gray in this. Forgiveness. Amethyst protects us from toxic situation. This card indicates healing and allowing the return to the natural state of peace once again. Remember, we never forgive for others. We only forgive ourselves for loving others who betrayed us. This is a time of personal evolution. Rhonda the Rhino from Amethyst. Let me show you guys the card. Forgiveness. We never forgive others, only ourselves, for having judged them. The legend, in the town of Amethyst, lives Rhonda Rhino. She does not take her mother's drinking problem personally, but she dreams of becoming a beloved family pet. One day, gunfire rings out, and the, rhino, the rhinos scatter, and a small human child is caught up in the chaos. Rhonda picks him up and runs to safety. Humans discovered the pair curled up asleep under the tree. They shoot Rhonda with a sleeping dart. When she awakens, she's in the garden with the little boy and his family. Rhonda's new family. Inspiration. Rhonda's true essence lies in not harboring resentment. She transcends forgiveness because her focus is on the intention, not on her pain. Personal inquiry. This may be a time of family healing. Can I forgive myself for loving the people who hurt me? Key ideas. Wishes fulfilled, holding on to dreams, past wounding. Keywords, belonging, self-forgiveness, and fulfillment. Meditation. Take a deep breath, exhaling all that does not serve you. Bring forward someone that you are struggling to forgive. See them as a small child. Allow them to reach out to you to notice. You, and allow them to reach out to you. Notice your reaction to them, which deserves your energy. Hold on to your dream or holding on to the resentment. So that's that, folks. Allowing myself to, which is, this is the third eye chakra, by the way, um, that's coming up for us to be focused on. 
allowing ourselves not only to forgive ourselves, um, but to forgive others and give space for what is it that you want to take up more space in your life? You know, that resentment or the potential and motivation and energy towards moving with your dreams and towards your dreams and whatever it is that you want, you know, because it's very real to be hurt by things and to allow yourself to process. And I just want to also clarify and create space that, like, allow yourself to feel the hurt. If you're hurt, feel that hurt. You know, if you're... But don't wallow in it, you know? If you if you, if you you can, if you can, you know? There's been plenty of times where I've wallowed in things. And, you know, I needed to because I needed to understand my threshold of wallowing. <laughs> but, uh... Allow yourself that space because you deserve it, you know, to give yourself access to that space because it's being taken up by something that's not even of you. So sometimes we got to lose that, and that might feel weird too, you know, when we lose a resentment or an energy that we have for a while. It, it's almost like we feel, like, empty. Like, what, what, what do you mean? I don't do this anymore does the same thing in different flavor with another person, you know, and if we could avoid doing that, that would be great. So it's like when we're thinking about, this is why I think it's so important, when we're thinking about what it is that we want to let go of, really getting clear on what it is that we want to call in and make space for, really getting clear on that so we can create that exchange or else we could potentially just attract right, the, the same thing or just a new color or flavor of what we just got rid of. So, what's, you know, what's the point in that? But that's what I'm going to leave you guys with. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will see you next week. Enjoy your day.